0: Welcome to the catch up show. It's the catch-up show where we can talk about anything that we want. Anything that we want. Anything that we
1: want. So it's been a long week.
2: It's been a really long actually like two, two weeks.
1: Two weeks.
2: Yes. Uh
1: Let's fill everybody in on why we're kind of late with this episode.
2: Yeah, so first of all, thanks for waiting so long. It's been probably about two or three weeks since we dropped the last episode. We're going into episode three. Tres. Uh, But we've been a little late because we've been preoccupied with a lot of things in our life. Most of it for me and Kai, too has been revolved around our little pup, Bebe, which, uh, well. Let's
1: start with the backstory. So we were playing with her just kind of like a few weeks ago, maybe yeah. a month or two ago.
2: Yeah, it was at least uh, two months ago.
1: Yeah. So we were playing with her on the couch and just kind of messing with her. Hand would go to the left side and she would chase and attack the hand. Hand would mm-hmm. go to the right side. She kind of wouldn't respond to the right mm-hmm. side. So yeah. the hypothesis was that she was blind in her right eye.
2: Or something was going on, like right. her peripheral vision. Something was wrong in her right yeah, eye. She just
1: had, like, yeah. Yeah.
2: So I took her to her, like, yearly exam and brought it up. And the vet did some, like, little tests here and there. And she's like, yeah, something, like, is definitely wrong with her eye. But I. I'm not 100% sure, so I'm going to refer you to a dog ophthalmologist. Mm -hmm. So I go to the dog ophthalmologist.
1: Because it's a thing.
2: (laughs) And they do a bunch of tests on her, and they look in her eye, you know, with all the different little things that they put on their head and their lenses. And the vet is like... And actually, two vets looked in her eye. And they both said... She's blind in her right eye.
1: But the eye but, is fine.
2: Yeah, that's the 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 catch was that her eye, looking at it, is healthy. It's fine, but she's definitely blind, which means something's wrong with her brain.
1: It moves, it blinks, it does everything.
2: Well, and like, yeah, and the nerve is fine. Like, the retina looks fine. There's no cataracts on it like everything in the eyes healthy looking so they wanted to get neurology involved because they said either there's something wrong with her brain that she was born with or she has a, a parasite or an autoimmune condition that's attacking her brain so it's all really scary so little Biebs had to have an MRI where she had to get put under anesthesia and be gone all day. And what we found out is that she's going to be okay. She doesn't have a disease. It was something she most likely was born with or something that happened shortly after birth. But little Biebs is missing the front left part of her brain, the entire lobe. It was
1: bananas to see those (laughs) the MRI, (laughs) like it's it's just white space. It's all filled with fluid, right?
2: Yeah, it's just a little fluid sack.
1: Yeah, but yeah, she's
2: uh, she's only has three quarters of her brain, and that's why she can't see. Yeah. So we've been kind of dealing with that because that took a couple days to get her in and recuperate.
1: And then right after that, (laughs) she got sick.
2: Like diarrhea, vomiting, sick.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we've just been kind of taking care of her. (laughs) Family comes first.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's on medicine that we have to give her. Yes. And it's just been a lot to handle. Like you don't want to think about doing anything else when you got to care for your baby. Yeah, baby comes first. So, but she's doing good. She doesn't have any more diarrhea and her... Her worst problem right now is that sh- her fur is growing back in on her neck. And- <laughs> oh, she also had a spinal tap.
1: Yeah. So. She had to get a reverse mullet. Poor a little Big thing. chunk of hair taken out yeah. of the back of her She's head.
2: She's got a little egg boot on her foot because it lo- looks like an egg boot because they had to shave her little arm.
1: Bummer news aside, we have a pretty big show for everybody.
2: Yeah, we do. It's a doozy. Yeah. It's a it's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good one.
2: It's a good one. You will like it a lot.
1: Um so we have our friend Farah who mm-hmm. we recently had to say goodbye to. Yes. She moved to Colorado. Yeah. Um so we have her little exit interview.
2: Yes, and then we have our dear friend Emily coming on and she's got a wonderful little part of the podcast where she reviews movies you're gonna like that a lot the flick chick. yeah she is a flick chick. Of, a, of a chick she's a flick
1: of a chick mm-hmm. um and then at the end um we have a little musical performance mm-hmm. by our main guest lara yes uh, and she stops by to Talk about some really cool stuff.
2: Yeah, Lara's gonna fill us in on all sorts of paranormal conspiracy hoot and
1: nanny. She's gonna hoot, blow your hootenanny. mind.
2: Hootin nanny. And you yeah, it's gonna be real fun.
1: Um but yeah, first off, let's uh let's start it off with Farah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hi Farah.
1: Bye Farah.
3: Bye. I, I sold <laughs> my bed last week.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm
3: sleeping on the ground now.
1: Yeah. But you're sleeping on like a camping mattress.
3: I have like a little camping mattress. It's like an inch thick foam one that folds up that we used to camp on. At and least I just have it. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you sell anything else?
3: I sold my kitchen table this week. Okay. Um, I gave away one of my five bikes. I'm trying to get rid of okay. three other bikes. You
1: have five bikes. <laughs>
3: Well, when my bike got stolen, I started buying a lot of bikes until I found one that I liked. Oh,
1: oh.
2: where did you put them? I have two in
3: my attic and I have three in oh. my backyard. Okay. If you need a bike. Really,
1: you need a bike. <laughs> um. Well, I guess a lot of places don't buy bikes, but they like take them as like donation. But I thought uh.
3: about donating them, but I don't want to like take them over. I don't want to transfer uh. all the bikes. Oh, that's got fine.
1: it. There's a bike co-op here.
3: Franklinton Cycle Works. Yes. Yeah, they accept donations, but I'd have to take all these bikes to Franklinton. I'm going to give oh. one to my friend Spencer, and then I'm going to leave the other three unlocked on High Street. Nice. nice. Mystery locations. Go find Ooh.
1: them. There you go.
3: This fine. is going to be in a while, so they won't find the bikes. They'll be stolen by them. <laughs> right?
1: We've what? What?
3: Like, this is actually going to post in a few days.
1: This will post... Hopefully in one day.
2: In one oh, day? Oh,
3: okay, yeah. Find the cool. bikes on High Street. Three mystery bikes in mystery locations <laughs> of High Street. You,
1: do you want to describe the bikes, or do you want to leave it completely?
3: Um, one is a really cute blue clipper. One is um, a white Raleigh 60s Roadster-like hybrid. That's really cute. One is like a $20 Walmart bike. <laughs> One is a tiny little fixie that's red and it has like some kind of a punky sticker on the frame. Someone gave me that one, I don't remember.
1: Nice.
2: Free bikes. Aww. Free bikes. Free bikes all around. Free the bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, you're like almost ready to bounce.
3: Less than a week. I drive on Friday. I have a lot uh, of stuff to do, I have a lot of stuff to put together, and I just, I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah. Is it just like, you feel exhausted?
3: I feel exhausted, and I'm tired of my things. It's like when you pull everything out of a space, it's so much more stuff than you thought was in the space. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, like, I know. <laughs> when you
3: take everything out of your kitchen, yeah. that's so much stuff.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot of stuff. But
3: getting rid it, of a lot of stuff.
1: Isn't there some kind of like therapy in, in um, just getting rid of like purging?
3: I think there is, but not when it goes along with like a million other tasks. Yeah. Like That's I have sorry. to cancel my internet and get renter's insurance at my new apartment, Yeah. and um, I have to go to North Carolina for my first week of work, so oh, I have cool. to find a flight to North Carolina.
1: Wait, why do you have to and go to North Carolina? They Blake to, to
3: watch my cats. Oh my gosh. Because the company, their headquarters is in North Carolina. Oh. Like, I'm working at a satellite office. Oh. So I'm moving to Denver and then I'm going to North Carolina for oh. my
2: first week.
1: Oh, wow. That's crazy. Are they going to put you up in, like, corporate housing?
3: Like, I'm going to get reimbursed for a hotel room. That's cool. That's eight.
1: Nice. Yeah. So how many people do you know how big your team is in your office?
3: Uh, like, my team, my team is eight people. Which is a lot less. Yeah. That's
1: pretty cool that they hired you like specifically to go to Colorado and, like that satellite office. It's pretty cool. They're not like come to North Carolina.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't have gone to North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know anything about North Carolina.
2: I think it's nice. It's like warmish. Warmish. Warm. It's warmish. It's warmish. <laughs>
1: uh, I think people in the Carolinas are nice. Yeah. But not as nice as Midwesterners. Wait, is this your first time, like, living outside of the Midwest?
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Um,
3: This is my first time living outside of the Midwest, which is part of the reason why I'm doing it, because I'm probably going to end up in the Midwest.
1: You think so? Um, You think you'll come back?
3: Yeah, I think when my parents get, like, old, I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go while they're still pretty functional, and then come back, like, when they're pretty old, and then maybe I'll move somewhere random. You think
1: you can go back to Chicago?
3: I mean, I would rather not. I never loved Chicago. Yeah. I liked Milwaukee. That was a cool city to live in. Oh, I didn't
1: know you lived in Milwaukee. For
3: like a minute. I Hmm. like Columbus a lot, honestly. I'm sad to be leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say
1: you consider this more home? Yeah, I guess between like Indy, like Bloomington and stuff, wherever you found like the most home.
3: Oh, I did like Bloomington. I like the Midwest. I'm worried that I like the Midwest and I'm branching out too much. Because I like the West also. Yeah. But I like the Midwest.
1: It's a good spot.
3: It's comfy. I
1: think people are nice here. I think that, like, I can't... I think I would feel bad if I lived in Colorado. Because I feel like I wouldn't take advantage... Like, there's so much to do. And I feel like I Mm -hmm. wouldn't take advantage of every little thing. So I'd be like, I'm wasting my time. But Mm -hmm. also, I feel like you have all that stuff so like i don't know it could be two vastly different things like you go and you just do everything mm-hmm. or you just like plop
3: yeah i want to do some things i don't know if i want to do everything yeah but i want to do some things i don't want to just plop yeah don't plop i want to do like at least a couple things
1: also feel like you have friends out there that will help you not just plop
3: yeah i have like a couple people i have like a kickstarter i have a couple people i knew in high school and i have like you,
1: you have a I'm Kickstarter?
3: Like, um, like, on moving to a new place, like, the first couple months is supposed to be, like, lonely and depressing, and then all of a sudden you, like, make friends and have people. I have, like, three people. Yeah. Like, I have a jump Oh, a jump start. Oh, a that, jump was start. Yeah. that was the wrong word. I was way. Like, <laughs> did you start a Kickstarter
1: to fund you getting friends or something? <laughs> help, help, me help me pay me for coffee have friends so I can be for me. coffee shops. It's <laughs> not a bad Kickstarter.
3: I think it would do well. <laughs> <laughs> I what I would do is I would have, like, the the prizes for contributions of levels be things that I doodle at the mm-hmm. coffee shop.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. You are getting pretty good at, at your little still lifes. They're okay. Yeah. They're okay. I like them. I think they could have a showing.
3: I did a really bad dragon fruit recently, but I did a pretty good papaya. Mm. So,
1: I liked your avocado.
3: The avocado is actually for you guys i forgot it but but that was my plan. <laughs> i painted
2: it for you
1: that's okay you brought bb gotcha day present. yeah
2: a little cookie yeah
3: cause i missed her party mm. she's sweet yeah.
2: well what do you think you're gonna miss the most about columbus or th- things it could be more than one thing um
1: give us like your top three
2: yeah
3: i think clintonville farmer's market is so good I think Columbus has a lot of good food. It yeah. does. Yes. I know that a lot of cities will have good food, but yeah. I feel like Columbus has a lot of really good food. Yeah.
2: Um, it's
1: also like accessible yeah, food.
2: Yeah. Easy to get to.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I
3: Like, I like how I can ride my bike all the way up 4th Street. Denver's really bikeable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of things that are unique to Columbus. I like um, I like Topiary Park a lot.
1: I've actually never been there. Yeah. Where, I that where I is, that. is it?
3: It's on Main Street. It's right by the hospital, kind of. But ah. it's really silly. Um, it was like, before I lived here, it was one mm-hmm. of the things that I happened to look up. And on their website, they have a quote from the artist. Have you seen Topiary Park? No. It's like that... Um, that painting a Sunday afternoon in the park that's like pointillism and there's a lady with a parasol and a dog do you know what I mean yeah yeah Yeah. it's like a recreation of that painting in topiary oh Oh. so if you stand at a certain spot on a hill and look in front of you there's like a topiary lady and a topiary boat in the water oh it's so weird it's so weird it's really dumb (laughs) there's a quote from the artist who did it and it was that if you can recreate um, a landscape with paint, oh. why can't you recreate a painting with land?
2: Oh. And
3: I thought it was super, super dumb, and I <laughs> love it. That's pretty
2: cool. Yeah. I think it's I'd never cool. heard of it until trivia.
3: It came up on the park section of trivia. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
1: Are you... I mean, you're nervous.
3: Yeah. I'm very nervous, but I think yeah. I'm supposed to be, some kind oh, of just yeah, going with it. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. kind
3: of just letting things happen. I'm not ready at all. My apartment's still really gross. And I already vacuum sealed all my clothes, so now I can't just, like, figure it out as I go. Yeah. I need oh, to, like, shit. pull things out and find, oh, no. like, three nice things to wear. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's okay.
1: Dang. Wow, dude, I'm so excited for you.
3: I'm excited. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, that comes with any big leap, and this is, like, the farthest you've ever gone to, like, live, so.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: We'll miss you, but we will also be out a million times to come see you. It's The Flick Chick with Emily Anderson.
4: To give you the scoop, (laughs) I went to Wright State University. My major was motion picture production There it is with a minor in history theory and criticism so uh, i've got a, a little bit of movies i slept through a lot of movies in college but i also have yeah. seen a lot of movies yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah so she's here to talk about movies and it's gonna be kind of a random luck of the draw. And today
1: yeah yeah so how how did you pick how are you picking your movies okay
4: so I wanted it to be random, and I wanted it to be real dice, not like digital dice. Yeah. And so I went to a gaming store over the weekend mm-hmm. and bought every kind of dice they had, and I thought, there's no way a place is going to have a lot of dice. Yeah. This place had a lot of dice. Nice. Yeah.
0: And nice. I bought That's the nice. dice.
4: Ooh. Ooh. <gasps> Does that make anybody cringe?
1: Ooh, no, sounds, I love it. It's it sounds, good. Can you do a little Some more?
4: ASMR. It's in a plastic bag.
1: Can you do that? Can you do that and say, the flick chick.
0: The flick chick.
1: (laughs) That was, okay.
2: The flick chick. It could be better. I can't whisper. I've actually learned recently that I legitimately cannot whisper. Why? The
4: flick chick. Oh, did I just do it? That was pretty good. The flick
2: chick. I feel like nothing comes out. I can hear it.
1: You can just make like the ASMR noises like. All right, let's not kill people. Okay, so you got the dice.
4: (laughs) I got the dice. So I wrote this down, too, because it's really specific. You made an algorithm. I made an Mm -hmm. algorithm. So first, I roll the dice, just a normal six-sided dice. This one happens to be orange with green dots. Nice. We'll post a pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, if it's odds... I have to watch a movie off of the worst of list. Got it. Got and if it. it's evens, I have Ooh. to watch off the best of list oh, wow. of okay. a year. Oh, but sorry. That was number two in the step. I messed this up. Number one in the step is I have to get to the year. And to oh. do that, I roll odds or evens on the six sided dice. And mm-hmm. if it's odds, it's from the nineteen hundreds. If it's evens, it's from the two thousands. Wow. And then from there I roll a nine-sided die to find the decade. And then, wow. again, I have a 19-sided die to do Damn. one through 20. I mean, it's really specific. She
2: is organized.
1: I appreciate your dedication yes. to this.
4: I take it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all these these dice. But so the, the winning combination for this week mm-hmm. was I rolled a two, which was an even number, so it's 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then I rolled a three out of one through 19 die, because we've won't, we're only up to 19 yeah. years, so 2003. And then I rolled again, and it was a five, which is an odd number, so mm-hmm. I had to watch the worst, on the worst list of 2003, and then I rolled again, and it was number three.
1: So it's the worst movie of 2003
2: it's the third worst movie of 2003 and i looked it up it has like an an eight percent on rotten tomatoes it's got
1: a 4.4 out of 10 on imdb
2: what movie are we talking about
4: the movie is kangaroo jack (laughs) now i have to ask have you guys seen this movie before
1: I watched it a very, very long time ago. <laughs> you did? Uh, yes, when I was 13. Oh, um, yeah. When I thought I would be into Kangaroo Jack.
2: I watched the trailer today and a couple clips.
1: I got a refresher on the trailer today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have some notes. I have mm-hmm. some notes as well. Um, I
4: have a lot to say.
1: Yeah, okay. So... Yeah.
4: I watched it last there's night. A, there's a
1: lot to unbox. I feel yeah, like this is going to be I a fair Yeah, I think
2: like, session. well, first of all, how are we going to target this? Should we give an overall synopsis about what it's about?
1: First of all, it is not about a talking kangaroo.
2: Yeah, so the trailer shows like these dudes like running over kangaroo and then the kangaroo's like, oh, what, what? And then he steals their money. Um, but I have read on the internet that that is not what happens. Let's hear it. So the
4: synopsis is Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> I think that's his name, who's married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Um he is the star of the film. He, as a child, his mother married a mob boss who is played by mm. Christopher Walken. Mm. <laughs> I cannot believe Christopher Walken is in this movie. <laughs> and that mob boss buys him a hair salon oh. as a front for all kinds of mob activities and okay. he's actually a hairdresser which doesn't make sense and this is in Brooklyn but okay. anyways so he's a big letdown to the family and so basically he screws up and his mob boss dad Christopher Walken says like I'm going to send you to Australia to pay this guy some mm. money because You've, you've messed up every time. This is your last straw. I'm going to mm-hmm. send you to do this favor for me. So he does it. He goes to Australia to pay this guy this money. They put the money in a jacket okay. and put the jacket on a dead kangaroo that they hit when they were driving. Why
1: did they put the jacket on the Which they treat the very
2: disrespectfully, by the way. Wait,
1: wait. Did, why, why did they put the jacket on the kangaroo?
2: Cause they're idiots. Like, from what I watch, <laughs> they, they it run the it over. It? Yes, and they're oh, like okay. taking pictures with it, which is so disrespectful. And then the dude's like, "Let's dress it up," because he looks like somebody we know. And then they're, they're, the the kangaroo is like in this jacket with sunglasses.
4: I mean, it's total dead.
2: like weekend at Bernie's with a kangaroo.
4: Yeah. It's really weird.
1: Okay. But then the kangaroo it just ends up being unconscious, right? Yeah. Not yeah. Dead.
2: Yes. they bring
4: it, it like wakes up and it's not dead yeah. mm-hmm. it's really bizarre and then the ca- they the kangaroo runs off with the jacket and then um his sidekick played by anthony anderson of mm-hmm. law and order fame that's his last name That like uh, happens something. to be my last name as well wow. <laughs> um did you guys get married we did not No, oh. but <laughs> i know how you could make that mistake yeah um the kangaroo runs off and he's like, I put the money in the jacket and the jacket's on the kangaroo. <laughs> Which reminded me of Titanic, actually. Like, he's like, I put the the necklace in the coat. I put the coat on her. And then,
1: That's probably where they got it from. Um, probably. This they, dude's, like, really some,
2: dramatically acting, though. Like, no, no good. There like was some that. dude
1: yeah. that was like, what if we did Titanic, but <laughs> with oh. no water and in Australia?
4: <laughs> it... They pull from a lot of other movies like The Weekend at Bernie's thing Mm. the Titanic thing kind of there's a lot of Dumb and Dumber I think they thought like I got it I'm going to pitch this movie it's like Dumb and Dumber in Australia Mm
2: -hmm.
4: with not Jim Carrey and not Jeff Daniels because we can't get them but Jerry O'Connell and Anthony Anderson is perfect
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. needless to say it was not very good I I understand why it's on the uh, worst
2: list. I read that it was like, had a lot of like inappropriate jokes, like not for children. That's what a lot of people said that they were mad about. Yeah. I could, I could see that. It's, it is
4: weird that you, you don't know if it's a kid's movie or an adult's movie. Yeah. There were lots of like sex kind of jokes or like... Yeah, it was like dumb and dumber. It really was. Like uh, but not funny and not good.
0: Yeah.
4: It was really bizarre.
1: Um I have a note here that says warehouse from RoboCop. So um <laughs> <laughs> So in so Sharon googled Kangaroo Jack trailer and yeah. the first thing that popped up was like it wasn't the trailer but no. it was like an opening sequence of like where they're like Jack and a TV mm-hmm. from like a van or whatever. But that warehouse looks exactly... Have you seen RoboCop? I have. Okay. So, like, the bad guys hide out <laughs> where they just, like, disassemble RoboCop and he's like, I'm dying. It looks exactly like that warehouse. Oh, my gosh. Really? So, I'm convinced. Hmm. I would like to do further research and, you know, see if it is that warehouse.
4: That whole scene didn't make sense either. Like... They were just like, oh, we're going to, I stole this van and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of TVs in it and you have to help me hide them. Mm. And then that that's Anthony Anderson. And then Jerry O'Connell is like, okay, let's. And they stumble on this warehouse mm-hmm. who ha- it happens to be open, owned by his stepfather, the mob oh. boss, and he didn't realize it. And that's why he gets in trouble. Got it.
1: Don't forget about waffles.
2: The dog who was shaking in his boots. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah they were like my dog is scared and it like the whole the trailer had bad acting or something
4: yeah, like
1: yeah. That. yeah.
4: they show that dog like one more time at the end but i was really oh.
0: sad for that dog
1: you know what that trailer kind of reminded me of what? because it really speaks to like the animated kangaroo like it was going to be a full movie thing mm-hmm. um downsizing
2: yes it's like it's like the yes. trailer
1: for downsizing
2: where you think it's going to be one thing, and it's not. And it's the complete opposite. It's the yeah. worst movie on the planet. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you guys saw that movie.
1: Um, I really wanted
4: to see terrible. it until you guys said it was bad. I think you still need to watch it's it. It's a though. crazy
1: movie. It's a roller coaster. And you can tell that people were like, all right, well, we'll get the first half of the film, uh-huh. and you get the second half of the yeah. film. That way we both get what we want.
2: Yeah. And It, it is bananas, crazy. dude. It is
1: the worst movie ever made probably
2: yeah but it's got matt damon exactly it's got a lot of good people in it
1: um yes i don't think he knew what he was signing up for (laughs) i think he saw him and Kristen wigg i think saw like the first half of the script yeah and they were like yeah totally that's great (laughs) and then Kristen wigg was like i'm out
2: yeah she left and matt damon was like i'm
1: committed that's that's all we're gonna spoil for you yeah you need to watch it okay um maybe
4: it'll pop up on my dice
1: I have a industry question for you. Okay. First of all, an observation. Jerry Mm Bruckheimer is a producer of Kangaroo Jack. He is. Also a producer of Black Hawk Down, Con Air, Gone in 60 Seconds, (laughs) and The Rock with Sean Connery. (laughs) my! How, one, what does, an he's an executive producer on that. What does an executive producer do?
4: Basically, they give the money. They're the money. That's it. That's it. They just want their name on it, and like they kind of, they can make some executive decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, by saying like I want that person, I don't want that person, or yeah, let's do that, let's not do that. But in general, they just provide money and have like a really like backseat view of what's going on. What
1: does a regular producer do?
4: The regular producer handles the money the budget for the movie itself so like so the
1: executive producer hands the money down to the producer mm -hmm. and then the producer manages it
4: like creates a budget and says okay this much for locations this much for the actors this much for casting like this much for costumes like they manage that whole budget Mm -hmm. the executive producer they're there might be multiple executive producers that give money so then it's like Mm -hmm. funds coming in from different places and Mm.
1: do you think this was like a diversity play he has like all these like really serious like pirates of the caribbean under his Mm -hmm. belt too Mm -hmm. so like i don't know i wonder how much money he threw away
2: maybe he thought it was like gonna be more of like more action
1: the animation is really good I think the animation for 2003, like, that kangaroo is, like, yeah. really good.
2: It is. Yeah. I think
4: also the thing that is in common with his movies and, like, this movie are the action sequences, because it's it's like this weird oddball comedy, and then all of a sudden there's, like, this action sequence where the police are chasing them, and they're yeah. in this van with TVs, <laughs> or they're in the outback. And they're in a plane, and they're like trying to locate this kangaroo. It like is so not the same. It's really weird. Yeah, hmm. it's probably one of the weirdest movies I've seen. <laughs> Interesting. Oh my gosh, what was one of the other notes? Um, there was like oh, there's this his love interest who
1: whose love interest
4: um, Jerry O'Connell. Her name's Estella Warren. And like if you saw her, you'd recognize her. Like she was like a hot girl in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Like that like was in stuff. But like two like
1: thousands hot.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it's just weird. You know she's the love interest. You know it's coming. And Jerry O'Connell's an idiot and is acting like an idiot. And yeah. then he starts hitting on her and she's like, It's never gonna happen <laughs> and then it like it happens. And you're like, Come on, yeah. really? Yeah. It's it's so bizarre. Yeah, the lines are really bad. There's a scene. Were there any,
1: like, one-liners that stuck out to you?
4: Um, there was definitely a scene where they're in a car chase, and they both, Jerry O'Connell and Anthony Anderson, like, scream through an intersection. You know, like, the whole, like, ah! Yeah.
0: Like,
1: yeah.
2: through uh, an intersection. Yeah. It's, it's a,
1: Yeah, a typical, like, buddy comedy yeah. action yeah.
2: thing. Well, like, the description's, like, two best friends.
1: Oh, my God oh Go yeah because they started adventure. off like when they were kids yeah, yeah yeah anthony anderson saved the other guy yeah
2: mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. i just feel like the kangaroo looks like he's gonna sell you cigarettes <laughs> he so
1: he looks like a camel yeah like joe camel yeah exactly hmm.
4: there's camels yeah. in this movie too oh in australia
1: mm-hmm.
4: yeah like they rode camels and and he even said something about that. He's like, There's camels in Australia? And like <laughs> I mean
1: Somebody was like, We're in a desert. Get the camels.
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah. It and Michael Shannon is in this movie. Do you guys know who Michael Shannon is? Uh, it
2: sounds familiar.
4: It does
1: sound familiar, I can't tell you.
4: He's like an up and coming actor. He's been in everything. He's hmm. so good. He was in um he was the bad guy in the shape of water. He was also, I'm pretty sure he was in Boardwalk Empire. Like if you googled what he looked like, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Oh, that guy." Like he's in everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like a really good actor and he plays a villain in this and I'm just like, "How did they get Michael Shannon? They got Christopher Walken. They got
1: Dude, they I don't sold know these that, people. Man. Dude, I'm telling you. Because in downsizing, they got Matt Damon. Kristen Wiig, yeah, uh, the dude from *Inglorious Bastards*, yes. the the German Christoph guy, Christoph
4: Waltz. Yes. Yes. Oh my they
1: gosh. got like a ton of really yeah. good people, yeah. and then the movie was shit. So I'm um, maybe they just like they set a certain amount of money that just mm-hmm. makes them sign on to it. That's like hard to refuse.
2: Yeah, they're like they pitch it like here's who is gonna be in this movie. Here's who we're looking at. Here's what it's about. Like. A brief description. Yeah. Wait, but do they get the money back? They do. They get the money off of the kangaroo
4: eventually. And then. Do some... they knock it out again? No. And they somehow get, like, his stepdad's goons arrested in oh. Australia for, like, mob dealings and all this stuff. So everybody gets arrested. They're the heroes. Oh. And then the end of the movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> is. Um, they take money and invest it in a shampoo company what? that rivals Vidal Sassoon and makes all this money. And so then he, he owns a yacht and he's yachting because he owns the shampoo company and he's with the girl from Down Under. <laughs> and like, what? it's just like wild. And they're like on this yacht. And I'm like, that would never happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Ever.
1: Was there a sequel?
2: Yeah. Oh. There is? Yeah, there is. Yeah. It came up when I was Googling Kangaroo Jack, and I saw Kangaroo Jack 2. Oh,
1: God. Who do you think signed on to that one?
2: I feel like it was like a a straight to DVD, you know?
4: Um, Another weird thing about this every time they showed Kangaroo Jack in the Brooklyn jacket that had the money, like the camera shows him, they played like a mock Dr. Dre song. Like, it was. It was, like, 2001, but, like, they used the the notes, but they didn't finish it because they probably couldn't get the rights for it. But yeah. they were trying to be, like, oh, my gosh,
2: this kangaroo is so hood, you know. <laughs> so weird. It was so bizarre. Kangaroo Jack 2 actually came out in 2004, and it is a, um, it's a, a cartoon.
1: How do you go from live action <laughs> to cartoon? I
2: think this kangaroo <laughs> actually, like, talks in the cartoon. Their
1: budget they were just like, we want to do part two. This, <laughs> did, this did really well in our eyes. And everybody else was like, no. Wait, who's the executive producer on that one?
2: Um, <laughs> let me... Self-funded. I don't know.
4: Also, there were lots of farting jokes, lots of them. Like, the camel farts, like, crazy, and they're, like, laughing about it, and the, the hot girl's like, what? Ugh, gross. And then the Anthony Anderson was like, oh, that last one was me. And it's just <laughs> like, ew, like, what?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds kind of like a Dumb and Dumber derivative.
2: Emery Myrick.
1: That's the executive producer? Yeah. Oh
2: he makes a lot of kids shows. I think it was geared more it was like trying to give the kids what they wanted without An putting a lot of money into talking it. Talking Kangaroo. This time they uh team up to save Jackie Legs, their favorite kangaroo, Jackie Legs. from the outback poachers and their adventure begins when they get him back to Las Vegas. Wait, this guy's name the the kangaroo's name is Jackie Legs? Yeah, yeah. that's what they call him. Oh. Because he like runs off, and he's really fast. Good day, USA. That's what it's called.
1: So. Kangaroo Jack to Good day, USA.
2: There's no two. It's just, good day, USA. USA. BB knows. BB knows
4: how bad of a movie it was.
1: So, good thing your parents were in Florida though. Like, what mm-hmm. if they walked in and you were watching Kangaroo Jack?
4: I think. My mom would have like demanded me to turn it off, <laughs> especially if it was like camel farts and like yeah. jokes. Where he thought he was like in a, a, an oasis hallucination in the desert and he like was squeezing her boobs. And she's like, No, I'm real, don't squeeze my boobs. What?
2: It, See, I mean, that's it was inappropriate,
4: so for wacky, children. so wacky. I
1: think that's what they want. Yeah, they were like, you know oh my god that was 16 years ago mm-hmm. that movie came mm-hmm. out isn't that disgusting that's so yeah. gross but they were like one day someone's gonna call this movie wacky and it's gonna be worth it Well that <laughs> yeah. was so wacky
2: what a weird time wow to film.
1: kangaroo jack one wacky adventure
2: yeah
1: kangaroo whack it's
4: fitting for kangaroo jack okay okay
2: well, well thanks yeah thanks thanks for, for having on. me yeah
4: oh yeah. until until next time I gotta yeah. do another, another dice movie. roll another yeah. day another movie come mm-hmm. back with another one I will Thank I you. will
2: okay bye now here's Lara.
0: chicks and dogs i
1: have met.
2: We've met at Pins.
1: Yes. Pins.
2: At a happy hour. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: And your name is going to be on the episode, and people are going to say it's Laura. Yeah. (laughs) Tell them. Tell them how it is.
5: (laughs) It's Laura. It's Laura. It's (laughs) Laura. How often?
1: How often do you say that? And how often do you feel like a dick?
2: I. You can't feel a dick can you can't feel like a dick for your own name Kai
1: um yeah I've become way more humble about it because it's like a 5050 pronunciation rate I get key yeah. or Kai but um yeah. I never correct people
5: ever yeah like I'll tell them it initially mm-hmm. if they don't like catch the pronunciation mm-hmm. then I just let it go. My best friend from high school no lie calls me Laura <laughs> and i'll oh I'll God. never tell her differently
1: Wait, but does she know?
5: Yeah, I mean, she's been told by somebody else before, mm, but mm. I would never correct her myself. Yeah. But yeah, literally my best friend from high school calls me <laughs> Laura. So I'm really not that into it, but some people like really take it upon themselves yeah. to like tell people it's Laura. But yeah. it doesn't.
2: I mean, I've been called both my entire life. So. Yeah. yeah. I get called Shannon pretty much all oh the time, God, and it I really it. irks me. Really? Uh, oh, I hate it. I'm like, it's Sharon. Because <laughs> I will correct people, and then they just keep saying Shannon. The
5: thing with that, though, is that's a completely different name, so they're not even trying at that point. I feel like mine's like a pronunciation of an A, whether yeah. it's a hard mm-hmm. A or a soft A. That's, that's a completely different name, so it's you really have a right to tell people it's really that. frustrating. So yeah. I'll have
2: to tell them like three times, and then they finally are like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> I wow uh oh i'm just getting
1: i'm getting used to the new setup i, I rearranged everything
0: mm. this is a very
5: cohesive setup <laughs> dude
1: okay so i'm really glad tom's episode turned out because um <laughs> uh because they were sharing a microphone
2: oh really we were i was sitting there I was sitting on the couch with him and it was in the mic stand and we were just like talking. Oh, it didn't sound like it at all. Some good mixing.
1: You told me previous to this, your mom Mm -hmm. is a Bigfoot enthusiast.
5: Oh, conspiracy enthusiast. That's where (laughs) I get it from. Just conspiracy in general. I mean, she's very big on Bigfoot. Uh, Where do I even begin? Did it
1: start (laughs) like, has she always been that way or did it start like in the hills of West Virginia?
5: Well, she goes in phases. Like, oh. she gets really addicted to one, and then oh, she'll like weird. read every book, like, look up every website. And for like a few months, that'll go on, and mm-hmm. then she'll like move on to something else. So, like, uh, last year or the year before, like, she was on Mothman and those men in black oh, all God. the time. <laughs> and then recently, it became Bigfoot. And so she read all the books and all this stuff, and she has a friend in West Virginia who's into it too. So then they, oh my god, yeah, it festers between them. It's
1: does stickening. she ever do like a um, like bigfoot hunts? She
5: doesn't. She's doesn't go on hunts, but I mean, she listens to podcasts mm-hmm. about people who have seen Bigfoot like first-hand accounts she obviously went to this conference obviously she, yeah obviously. obviously went to a conference <laughs> she has a t-shirt with Bigfoot wearing like high top not Nikes um yeah she's read oh gotta be 15 or 16 books on bu- Bigfoot and bought another one at the conference and had it signed by like the Bigfoot guy like the most popular scientist in the Bigfoot area
1: there's like that dude has groupies (laughs) like that's such a weird like subculture of like he really really
5: does have groupies but yeah so we went to Bigfoot conference and um she was psyched she went to all the talks Mm -hmm. and uh yeah she's very into it completely believes that he exists and does not want to have a conversation with me otherwise (laughs)
1: I, I, like, is she, like, if you try to just, like, fuck with her, does she, is she, like, Lara, that's not funny. You know he's out there.
5: She just, yeah, she'll get, she'll just kind of shut down. She's like, I just don't want to talk about this. <laughs> that's
1: Well, crazy.
2: Bigfoot's like, a mythical creature. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call him a, cons- a conspiracy. Right? He's just, is there yeah. not It's like, it's like aliens.
5: Yeah, I feel like it overlaps with conspiracy because like a lot of times when you think that you're exactly right, like all them exactly. Yeah. That's kind of where the conspiracy comes in of like, Mm. why don't we know whether or not Mm -hmm. these exist? Like what's keeping us from knowing. Because like when
1: was the first sighting? Wasn't it in the uh, 60s, 70s?
2: Call you know your my mom. mother. When, yeah, <laughs> know you have to when to text Get her on <laughs> the Come
1: <I'm a> <laughs> Hey mom, we're here. Uh, we're recording. Um. I would not
5: do that because her head would get so big. She would have such a big ego if she was the Bigfoot expert. on Oh pop. my god, dude, that'd
1: be great. <gasps> she
5: she has too big of an ego already. We'll have to She'd have go her all on. Night. She would die. She would love that.
1: Oh my god
5: But my parents have been on a road trip for god like two months And one of the places they stopped was area 51 (laughs) They like went as close as you can get to area 51 Yeah and did all that kind of stuff
1: So your mom's mom's generally into conspiracy theories?
5: Yeah we we both like I don't eat up as much as she does Mm -hmm. But yeah both of us are like into, like, finding out what people could possibly be hiding from us.
1: <laughs> Interesting. So, like, you... <sighs> like, what about a conspiracy theory gets you hooked? Because, like, you, yeah. it doesn't sound like you're, like, blindly, like, eating up all of it. But, like, no. is it just, like, shit that could make sense?
5: Yeah, it's, like, if I can find factual reasons why this is statistically probably true mm-hmm. then I'm hooked because then I have like a, hard, a cold hard fact to back me up and it's not just like I have a feeling about it yeah. like what's
1: a cold hard fact like what's what's a conspiracy theory that you're stuck on right now
5: okay um well I just had a very long conversation at work today about the moon landing <laughs> okay This is a very polarizing conspiracy theory. Let's hear it. (laughs) Because people automatically assume that you're dumb (laughs) when you start talking (laughs) about it. Um, I think, okay, this is what I'll say. Do I think we've made it to the moon? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I think that we made it to the moon around the time that they said it happened? Yes. Yes. But do I think that the moment that they told us it happened, it happened Mm, not so much (laughs) because it just all seems a little too convenient with, you know, Kennedy made that one speech where he was like, we are going to reach the moon (laughs) before the end of my term. Mm -hmm. And he made a big deal about that Yeah, and talked about it several times throughout his, his presidency and then the you know time was coming up and we still hadn't done it mm-hmm. and so it seems to me and I can go further into the <laughs> facts that this was more like we put on a show to reach the deadline and yeah. then actually ended up doing it like a few months later how
1: close to the end of his term did we land on the moon
5: uh, that's a great question that I don't know.
1: But it was like near the end. Near the end. Yes. Okay.
5: And um, but the thing is, okay, let's talk about the Van Allen radiation belts for a moment. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah, let's, drop let's talk, in, talk about
1: dropping science now.
5: Well, this is what I'm <laughs> saying is I need facts. Okay, let's hear it. The Van Allen, okay, Alex really does not like this theory but he fought me a lot about it today but the van allen radiation belts there's these belts of radiation right outside the earth's atmosphere so you can go and orbit earth in a satellite and not reach the belts but if you want to go further out into space like to the moon you have to pass through these radiation belts.
1: Where like. does the International Space Station lie? Within those? Between the between the Earth and those radiation rings?
5: Exactly. Okay. Or like in right outside the atmosphere of the Earth. So you can orbit the Earth and not be in the belts yet, but it's like when you want to exit further into okay. space. So um, they were discovered, the Van Allen radiation belts were discovered in like the 50s, and we went to sp- <laughs> in like the late 60s it was like 1969
2: yeah 69 i could sing it to you but
1: and then when did when did kennedy
2: so did you mean to say nixon because kennedy died in 63 Oh yes. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, Nixon. Just checking. <laughs> I was like, then when did Fact <laughs> when did Kennedy get? shot? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it was towards the end of his term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his life. <left laughs> okay, so Nixon <laughs> said we're gonna get to the mall. Yes, yes. Okay.
5: And Okay, we're I've Forgot where I was now. Uh, the
1: belts, the belts of oh,
5: radiation, uh, belt. radiation. So we did know that they existed, but if you like look at the timeline of research, we like knew that they were there, and we vaguely knew how much strength they had. But we ended up learning like much later on that there's like pockets of like much stronger radiation within these Mm -hmm. belts and you can like avoid them and stuff now and that's what we do today when we Mm -hmm. travel into space but at the time we didn't know about the pockets and the spaceship that they took during this mission was like the (laughs) spaceship equivalent of a tin can like there wasn't like the six feet of lead that you would need to withstand the radiation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the we didn't know enough about, like I said, like these pockets of much stronger energy enough to avoid them. So statistically, to get lucky both ways, going to and from the earth mm-hmm. and not hit those pockets of radiation, that would have in- either instantly killed them or given them radiation poisoning that would have mm-hmm. killed them pretty mm-hmm. soon afterwards.
1: My question is how like there's there's radiation all in space like how does it stay in like a band and not dissipate (laughs) bb's like yeah tell me (laughs) tell me the facts
5: i am not enough of an astrophysicist to tell you how they stay in the in the belts
2: probably has something to do with you know energy and (sighs) gravity
1: yeah i just that's that's the part that i i don't understand is how does that how does that like energy just like stay or like that radiation stay in like one pocket.
5: Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that either. Okay. I don't, I don't understand why the belts are there.
1: And then like you, I'm interested in like what kind of radiation it is. Cause like you get exposed to some radiation here on earth right. and then you're good, but you're saying this stuff would instantly kill you.
5: Yeah. I mean the, like you can pass through the belts and be fine especially at the speed that they're going. Mm-hmm. But these pockets of radiation, like the stronger radiation within that, what I'm saying is statistically the likelihood that they wouldn't have hit any of those, not knowing that they were there, yeah. is so unlikely in my mind. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So then, is that your big thing of like, why you don't think we went to the moon? Is because of those belts or is it more?
5: I mean, yeah, that that's kind of my big thing because I like... There wasn't like six feet of lead or whatever they would need to withstand that. Mm -hmm. And I don't see a situation where none of them could have come back with any sort of repercussions after radiation poisoning. And I will also say, I think because we made such a big deal out of it as a country of we are sending people to the moon right now. Mm -hmm. It just feels... Um, hard to believe that we would take the chance of failing
1: especially like when it's us versus Russia kind of deal
5: and and failing wildly where like maybe everybody in the spaceship would die it seems more likely that like we would make a big show of we made it and actually put them in a situation where we know for a fact mm-hmm. that we can send them up and bring them back down and then actually do it later to like kind of cover the tracks of like when Russia gets up there, they're going to see that maybe we don't have something there. But I think like the actual mission happened later where they could fail and not be in the public eye. Mm. And like the first time was more of just a show of like, we did it.
1: So Mm. you think that there was like a secret mission in the moon that nobody knew about?
5: I maybe one, maybe multiple. I don't, like I said, I don't, it's hard to know what they knew or didn't know about mm-hmm. like the belts. I I mean it's possible that people could have gone through and I would that.
1: I could I could probably see that. I could probably see them being like, "Let's just film this on Earth. We'll get in front of the Soviets whatever." Yeah. And then just be like, "Okay, well now we can like sneak to the moon." kind of mm. deal. I always looked at the moon landing and I just always thought the footage looked fake.
5: That's exactly the thing. I, whenever people like laugh at me for bringing this up, I tell them to watch the footage on YouTube Yeah. because it's almost impossible to believe it's real after watching the footage. I
1: remember I brought that up to my dad when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, would, he got so mad, dude. Mine uh, did too. He was, like, he was like, I sat in front of the TV and I watched it <laughs> with my family. You can't tell me it wasn't real. And I was like, all right, dude. My,
2: my mom's... On the fence. She's always like, I don't know. I didn't think it was real when it happened. Really? Yeah. (laughs) She's on the fence about it.
5: Yeah, my dad also does not like it when I bring that up. He does not want to believe that that's true. But it's just, it's like I said, like when you watch the footage and like you think about the facts, it just doesn't make sense. And it's like not, I don't believe we never made it to the moon. I think we did like very shortly after that. I, so I'm not saying that that's, like, not possible or something. I just, like I said, like, in terms of, like, a PR perspective, yeah. like, to make such a big deal out of that and, like, for them to know so little about, like, the belts and getting to the moon and what would happen,
2: like, I just, I don't know that they would risk that.
1: That's fair. Mm. Damn. do you believe we went to the
2: moon? Uh, I'm on the fence about it. I don't actually know. That but at sense. the same time, like, I've also listened to a different theory where, like, we had way more technology and have way more technology than is released to us where at the uh, same time people were teleporting and shit. So it's like uh, That's I don't know. another fucking level. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Around yeah, the I same love time as me, me that moon. link. It's on a pod. <laughs> don't. You're just going to fall into yeah, like a black I'll, hole. It's you? called Project Pegasus. Okay. So, I could find something You would though. you would
1: know about that. Project. I
2: played it for you. What was it? It was on the um And that's why we drink. She covered it. Oh, Oh, I love. And that's why we drink. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. that's a wild one. So that's why I'm kind of on the fence because I'm like, well, technology wise, maybe. Maybe they teleported to the moon. But at the same time, like we we FaceTimed wasn't FaceTime, but we video chatted some like astronauts in the like International Space Station when I was in the fifth grade. Yeah. Or some grade, third grade. I don't know. And, like, it was super pixelated, and I'm like, well, why? <laughs> it was really yeah. pixelated, and I was alive, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> if,
1: I don't know. If it was pixelated in, like, the 90s.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> 2000s, but.
1: Well, my dad also, my dad is a, he, my dad is a very big conspiracy theorist, too. Really? Um, he, he'll just, he will leave ancient aliens on the entire day. Um, between <laughs> that look- and MASH, he's like set
5: is ancient aliens the history channel yes Yes. oh man they make the best conspiracy (laughs) dude but like
1: he'll um but then he'll like he'll go and get the books very much like your mom but like he's like uh much like like my experience with him in the moon landing like he'll defend it till the end he's like he's talking about some (laughs) ship um on i don't know if they covered this in um in your podcast Uh but like uh there was some like naval ship that they teleported from like Virginia to, like, Maryland. And apparently, like, they they teleported it with people on board. And when it went... When it, like, appeared in Maryland, none of them were there. But, like, you mm. could hear them. So, like, there was a thing... I think it boiled down to, like, the guys being in, like, another dimension on the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ship got there in that dimension, but there was another dimension yeah. tied to, like, that ship. And you can just, like, hear them in the other dimension.
2: Yeah, sometimes it takes... Which they talk about your body it takes longer for like your body to get there sometimes
5: yeah i'm or... not gonna sleep tonight
2: because i'm gonna be a fall. oh my god dude <laughs> i'm
5: sorry no i love this because i love that there that there could be stuff like that where it's like there's stuff already happening that we just don't even know yeah.
1: about yeah. you I, know yeah I, I think i don't believe that on a on a huge scale, people can keep secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But should. I do, I mean, there there is shit where I'm just like, all right, well, like, maybe there's like a few facts that are like making sense here, like kind of deal, so.
5: Well, maybe the reason I was thinking of Kennedy earlier was because when you asked me about factual stuff, like, what do you think about Kennedy's assassination?
2: Uh, I, I don't think anything about it.
1: <laughs> I never think about it.
2: I think nothing about it.
1: Um, I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know enough about it, yeah. but I believe like, I mean, the Kennedy family and the mob and just like all of the shit. And the, from what I remember, like I was really into it when I was like younger. Yeah. And I mean, I believe it, it probably was a setup. Like there's, there's so much shit surrounding it that like mm-hmm. that it can't, I, I don't think, what was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe he was like the only person there or like the, yup, <laughs> yup.
5: Yeah, that's the answer I wanted to hear. (laughs) I, um, no, I, I just think that's one where it's, like, even if you don't want to, like, dive fully into the conspiracy of, like, oh, the government planned to kill him, Mm -hmm. if you just watch the video of him being shot, not even talking about, like, the directions that some people talk about, but just Mm -hmm. watch that not a single one of his security people goes for him.
1: Yeah, that's something I noticed. Nobody goes
5: to protect him.
1: Um, yeah, and it was weird because uh, he goes he goes down, he and goes then, forward, and then he goes back. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I mean, Oswald was ex-CIA? Yes, he,
5: something like that. Where He, he was had, ex-government. Yeah, where um, he had... He was
1: a trained shooter, but there's mm-hmm. no way with, like, a bolt-action rifle that he could have gotten all that shit.
5: Yes, mm-hmm. I completely agree. And the actually, the one um, security agent of Kennedy's that, like... He claims he was the only one not in on it. Did a documentary that I think is still on Netflix where he talks about how everybody else knew something he didn't and in the video he's the only one who goes for him.
1: Interesting.
5: So, watch that documentary.
1: Hmm. Um Sorry, back to the moon landing. Oh yeah. Was it Sorry, don't tell me. Uh Kubrick? D- isn't there something that says like Kubrick filmed it or was that somebody else?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, the director of the shining.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. like a 2001 uh, space odyssey. A space odyssey. Cause he filmed that long before the, like right before the, the moon landing.
2: But He did it before. Yes.
5: Yeah. 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 And they claimed that that movie was why that they chose him. To was it Kubrick? This. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've heard that I've heard that like people I've heard that. Um, like, his physics and, like, his research that he did We're of, like, so space... so on point. ...was so on point, so they hired mm-hmm. him to film the moon landing. Yeah. Is that something you're on board with?
5: I mean, honestly, Emily told me about this when I was talking to her about this podcast. Emily's the one who brought that up to me for the first time. I hadn't heard that, but that, I mean, makes complete sense to me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean...
5: Because... Th- exactly like you said, like the movie was so accurate that he he would have been the perfect person to choose. He had already done it. So they know they could successfully do it again.
1: I'm trying to think of like examples. I, I, I only know like there were a few examples. I think there was like one in Vietnam of like false flag attacks where like the government was actually planning to like sabotage their own troops to like get backing to invade certain countries. And like Mm. if shit like that is real, and, like, it comes out years later, like, 40, yeah. 50 years later. Right. Like, I believe that there's some shit that they're, like, not telling us about. Like, the moon landing and just, like, basic shit.
5: Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, when you tell people that you, like, don't believe, like, the first the televised one was necessarily the time that we went, people will say, like, oh, well, how do you think, like, the astronauts kept that secret for so long? And it's, like, well, I do believe that they did actually end mm-hmm. up doing it
1: well i think it was buzz aldrin i remember watching a video a few years ago um some reporter was like not i think he was pestering him. i would probably mm-hmm. punch somebody in the face too but um this reporter was like just tell us that you didn't go to the moon and then buzz aldrin just fucking laid him out and punched him in the face
2: well can you imagine if you actually did and everyone's like no you didn't and you're like i fucking did
1: yeah, I'd be pissed too that's the other side of the coin.
2: Because I think I
5: think they did, but I just don't think that it was the time
2: that we they claimed it to be. How hmm. long does it take to get from Earth to the Moon? Like, did they set <laughs> You're off? Both looking at you. And me. then did they? are the expert, dude. Well, because like how how well how is this time? I guess we need to all call our parents. Because <laughs> when they obviously filmed them leaving, but then they had to wait. A month? Like how long does it take to get to the no, moon?
1: No, no. Uh the moon's only like five hundred thousand No, no, that's the that's the sun. The moon is only like a few thousand miles from the earth.
2: What? Like n- no, a few thousand. Like isn't it like 50, a few thousand fifty
1: thousand miles? In in the terms of space miles.
2: Um Space miles. Oh, it says it takes about three days for a spacecraft to reach the moon. How far is it? During like? that time, a spacecraft like travels at least 240,000 miles. Okay.
1: 240,000 miles. Mm. Okay. But then the few, sun. I
2: thought you meant like 5,000. I'm like. You mean the like sun is
1: 500,000 miles away from the earth. Uh,
2: let's find
1: out. I and mean, I think that's one astronomical unit
2: aka a space mile
1: <laughs> once Dude, i'm gonna go back to my astronomy teachers in college and be like
2: the sun is um
1: making it space mile
2: 93 yeah. million miles away
1: 93 million miles
2: <laughs> god you're so wrong <laughs> That's, a big That's a 150 million <laughs> kilometers
1: i don't care about kilometers i want miles
2: wait Thousand hundred thousand. BB, million. chill. Yeah, yeah. How close can humans get to the sun? That's
1: all right, I'll stop. They probably got to stop at can least half Can you live on the space, sun? That's way. the next one. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes, huh? I never understood why we wanted to go to Mars. Like, even as a yeah. kid, I was like, it's there's nothing there, it's all Define
2: dry. The Marslings,
1: the Marslings,
5: yeah. I think the big obsession with it is like the whole other life thing, that they think that life can sustain on Mars, and so they think that we're going to discover something there.
1: I heard that we came from bacteria from Mars, like uh, like an Ooh. asteroid hit Mars, mm-hmm. and then Earth was a chunk of that, mm-hmm. and then we're just, like, here, and, like, there was bacteria on, like, a rock after, like, it settled that grew into us.
2: Yeah, you know, you never know. And
1: beautiful flowers.
5: That's crazy. That just makes me think, like, how... How could bacteria become a human being, but then like today, like that's not happening.
2: It's slowly happening. Is that happening. a stupid thing slowly, to say? Slowly. it took like, like millions of years for billions it to happen. of years. Millions and billions. But even still,
5: why would humans still not be coming for bacteria? You hear me out? Well, because
1: humans, as an organism, evolved. Humans are slowly evolving. We're still evolving, right? Yeah.
2: But I guess what I'm saying is like, okay, there's
5: this initial batch of bacteria that ended up becoming humans. That's one. But every human today, and for as many millions of years as we've existed, Mm -hmm. has come from another human being.
2: Well, well, it's been a very like it wasn't like bacteria all of a sudden human. It was like right. it started to morph and change. Then there were there were Slowly, other forms of over like many years.
1: bipedal organisms yes. like us that died off, and we yes. were like the fittest.
2: That it kept evolving and evolving and evolving. It took many,
1: and like many, like you hear about years. like like sp- people becoming specialists now. Like there's certain tribes on islands yeah. that can, like, dive for, like, 30 minutes or some shit like that and walk ah, on the bottom. so they're, like, so the like,
5: highly evolved forms So of they're, us. like,
1: they're evolving, they're adapting to their environments, and, like, that's probably going to get, you know, somehow that gets transmitted into your DNA, and then those people start, like, diverging mm-hmm. from, that's probably how, like, evolution of, like, this species is going to, like, end, like, end up splitting, right? Mm-hmm. There's, like, water specialists and then, like...
5: Oh, that's wild,
1: yeah. dude! What? Oh my god, dude! Kai has yeah. no
2: science background.
1: <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> seen? Why
5: I said initial batch. <laughs> Have you seen uh,
1: Waterworld? No. Okay, I just- so I, it's, I think it's. I don't want to say the actor's name because
2: Keanu. I, this is a dude.
1: They should remake Waterworld <laughs> with Keanu Reeves. Um, but ultimately, like the world is water, and okay. this guy um, has gills on the back of his ears that help him breathe underwater, and I think okay. there's like tension between actual humans and like fish people. And Mm. then Mm. we're going to have to have Emily review that movie.
2: We went to the year 3000. But I think that maybe those people
1: end up, I'm ignoring that song. (laughs) (laughs) Those people end up like being that having like gills on their ears because they fucking evolved. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's It's going to be a very different planet
2: or it's God,
1: but but also like uh yeah i mean i remember in astronomy in school like learning about like all of these different like earth-like planets that are out in different solar systems and like yeah billions and billions of miles away but like
5: there could be like but they absolutely exist yeah yeah and there could it's be like think
1: about things like us that exist there or like
5: Mm-hmm. And probably better no. versions of us, to be honest, because our species has a lot of issues. Yeah,
1: to us, but like, I mean, there could be a civilization that only speak in like farts and like smell mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. And just this like. Is true. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there could be like colors we don't know about and just like yeah. shit that they.
5: Well, what about all the stuff that like lives on our own planet that we don't even know about? Oh, yeah. Like, the ocean. Scary. The ocean is freaky man we don't know what the hell is at the bottom of the ocean
1: dude, oh dude that's that's is that thinking scary? about that scary because then i think of about course. um i'm the worst scientist <laughs> um but i think about there's like that uh there was like a noise that was like picked up people like it wasn't oh. like a conspiracy that it was like cthulhu but like mm. i think i forget what the oh, name cthulhu? of it's called <laughs> but it's called like the deep noise or something mm. um mm just freaky yeah stuff like that and like the Loch Ness monster
2: wait will you search how many miles like th- that we know is like the deepest part of the ocean mm. because I have how many miles it is to get from earth to like just to get into space and it's crazy oh. and yeah, I bet it's gonna that. be oh, way wait. deeper down than Ooh. to get to space deepest. I'm sure we have some measurement of that
1: the deepest part of the ocean yeah that we know about okay okay so it's the challenger deep just give me the depth bro 36,200 feet 2.3 miles. or wait no average ocean depth is 2.3 miles oh. um
2: okay maybe not
1: <laughs> but how it just said that Uh, average depth of the ocean is about 12,100 feet. Um, Challenger deep is approximately 36,200 feet deep. Mm. Oh, so. How many feet are in a mile?
2: Six miles. It's, it's 6.8 miles, about around seven miles.
1: That's Challenger deep?
2: Yeah. Well, the Marina Trench, Mariana Trench. Yeah. Um, okay, so mine is more, but it's only sixty two miles to to get into space from Earth.
1: That's so high up. How high are you in a plane? How many miles? I don't know.
2: Not that high.
1: That's thirty six thousand feet, right? So maybe like eight miles? There's another fucking like 50 some miles. Yeah, around seven miles. Until you're in space. Isn't that crazy?
5: Because it feels like you're at the top of the sky when you're (laughs) flying in a plane. That's
1: insane. (laughs) Yeah. That's scary high.
2: I was just thinking of like driving to Cleveland. That's roughly half the drive to Cleveland.
1: What? Going to space?
2: 62 miles.
1: Oh. That's. That's so crazy to when think you think about, about it that yeah. way. So you drive halfway from Columbus to Cleveland, and you're in space. <laughs> you're
2: in space. It would only take you two hours, one hour to drive to the sky. <laughs> I'm sure there's more forces holding so, you down. My brain but is kind you of you probably broken right slow now. down the higher you get up. We've been right? talking about a lot of science. You no, know,
1: putting it putting it in that perspective is crazy. Yeah, like. But I feel like on like a rocket launch, right, it takes them what like thirty minutes. Not even thirty minutes. Probably. Not even thirty minutes. The deepest
2: part of the ocean is us walking to Candado.
1: But also (laughs) it's easier to get well, I think it's I mean, aside from like rocket power and all the science it takes to get to space. Yeah, there's pressure Aside
0: from astrophysics. (laughs) Aside from all the
1: science that you know. Um getting down to the bottom of the ocean is nuts because there's so much pressure. Yeah, yeah. And also
5: when you get to complete blackness, Mm -hmm. you're relying completely on sonar. Yeah.
1: Dude, and Ah, it's so
2: scary. There's animals that live down
5: there. Ah, Well, that's exactly what I'm saying is we don't know what is down there. And like, scary. It's freaky. And that's kind of like I have the same kind of Uh, belief about that as I do about like my mom's Bigfoot theory (laughs) which is like do I believe that animals could exist on earth hello I think you (laughs) believe it too um do I believe that animals could exist on earth without us knowing about it yes yeah definitely I just don't think that all these sightings that people say they have of them are real Mm -hmm. like do i think something like the Loch Ness could exist Mm -hmm. in the ocean absolutely but i don't believe Mm -hmm. any of these people have seen it
2: you know what i'm saying yeah well there's this dude i don't know if you heard about this but he had um claimed he had like a sample of like big bigfoot fur that he found on a tree during Mm -hmm. He's had all these sightings oh that was like back in like the 70s or something yes from back in the 70s and it was sitting in the government, I don't know, somewhere. Sitting in the And government. they finally <laughs> had the technology to like test it or they finally decided to test it. I don't know. It was yeah. deer fur. Mm-hmm. Um or so they say. Yeah, dude. That's what <laughs> bah, bah, bah. some
1: dude is like at a cubicle typing and then looks <laughs> back and he's like, Oh yeah. Like forty years <laughs> he's later like, he's I'm like, I'm like, going I'll to test, test this.
2: What about this? Yeah, yeah that just happened.
1: There's there's shit that is controlled for like people management like if you tell yeah. them all the shit is out there everyone's gonna go nuts like- that's
5: another thing like if there has been any other life that has like contacted us or anything or we've mm-hmm. sensed anything out there like on a real scale like sometimes they'll you'll hear about like little things but nothing on like a real scale like real communication i don't know if they would tell us yeah. Because I think yeah. that would honestly create mass chaos. I
1: think so. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, people would go fucking nuts. Would, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. especially like, yeah, coming from outer space, dude. Yeah. I feel like yeah. there would be like this mass like nihilist movement where everyone's like, nothing matters. We're not the only thing in the universe. Like, <laughs> It'd be like the purge. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh, man.
5: Where people just wouldn't care because they're like, oh, we're all going to die by space attack anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if all they say is like, do you also like peanut butter and jelly? Like, they would still (laughs) freak out, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I think... She's tangled. um, Help her. Oh, no. (laughs) I I think, you know, I think... I don't think that we've been the only, like, intelligent things on this planet. I think, like back in the day like you know when like the mayans and like the aztecs were around i think like things did come down and visit us and help us right. move like crazy big shit like and help us build the pyramids, I mean, the and all pyramids that stuff. Like, though yeah yeah i mean i i don't think i don't think we did that shit mm. like it was no. helped like
5: no. well they also did hieroglyphics depicting yeah like yeah. otherworldly beings
1: and helping them what always has gotten me since i was a kid was dragons in every culture around the around the earth there are different forms of dragons Mm -hmm. like sky dragons like from like south and central america all the way over to like japan and china right like those things are very very far apart so how do those two cultures like know about fucking sky dragons or some Mm -hmm. shit like i don't know
5: and equally hold them in high regard or fear
1: yeah or what
2: it was because of time travel And they brought a little TV and they played Game of Thrones to both of them. They played Dragon Ball Z and then oh yeah, England exactly like all of that. So that's what happened. That's why. Okay,
5: Hmm. yeah, no, (laughs) that that, makes sense. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I mean, literally, (laughs) I could have been a big Sky Dragon
1: alien. Big Sky Dragon. I I mean, it's probably it's close to like my. uh, It's probably a little less uh vague than like my religious views like i think anything's possible yeah right right. like yeah uh, any of that shit Mm -hmm. is whatever anything can happen
5: yeah the pyramids definitely they didn't do that alone though yeah and i mean there's
1: there's old there's old settlements in like other parts of the world um like easter island and shit and just like things that are just like like these massive structures where like the stones are only available hundreds of miles away Mm -hmm. and there's no like form of transportation for those things to get there
5: and what about all those civilizations that just used to vanish in a flash everybody in the civilization would vanish like with Machu Picchu yeah like everybody one day lived there and then the next day every single person was gone and like no sign of like them leaving or anything
1: that's bananas
5: like, that happened to multiple civilizations.
1: I wonder if it, if they weren't, like, humans, if they were just, like, beings that were mm-hmm. here and they were like, all right, well, your Eat job dinner. is to inform these people within a certain radius and once you're done with that, like, we'll beam you back up. <sighs> like, they they took the form of humans and then mm-hmm. they were like,
2: peace. All right, bye.
1: Just fucking, like, geniuses. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, what if Whoa. Albert Einstein was one of a man? They, he, they were just like, here's all this math and he was like, I will teach them. <laughs> and then fucking nuke.
5: You know who's an underrated genius? Is the guy who wrote and created the Jetsons, the, the cartoon.
1: Tell me more. Mm-hmm.
5: I will tell you why. He thought of technology years and years and years before it was ever even thought of by somebody who could actually make it happen. Like video. Calls Oh. the yeah. first time that was ever thought of as an idea was on that TV show. Treadmills, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like all of these, mm-hmm. like machines and technology that no one had even remotely thought of. He thought of them. Like yeah, 50 and it's plus like
1: s- like flip phones, dude. Were like yeah. communicators from Star Trek. Yeah, like um, like a lot of a lot of current technology is like formed by like yeah, like do you think these designers Media. like like the Jetsons guy, like the Star Trek, whoever like that prop designer was. Like knew that they would have like that impact on like design and technology like today.
5: I, it, yeah. I think at that time they probably just thought it was fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. They never like at that time like you probably couldn't imagine that you could ever like stream video. Yeah. And talk live to somebody.
1: Yeah. And now we're like, my Netflix is frozen. Yeah.
5: <laughs> now we're like, why is FaceTime reconnecting? I have four G everywhere, nationwide. Oh,
1: dude, I saw. A headline about uh like them testing out 5g uh-huh. and how like this whole like flock of birds just fucking fell from the sky <gasps> what why yeah because five like, apparently 5g is fucking crazy oh. i don't know how real it was it was again it was a skimming headline but like that's scary yeah also uh there was like a picture of like some dude working on like a 5g tower and he had like a fucking like hazmat suit on like, what yeah this is scary. Like man. radiation, or okay. what?
5: We don't need Netflix that badly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think 5G's uh, all of this, uh, all of it's going to be crazy. And I think, like, going back to like the conspiracy disappearing thing is like, yeah. I think that they're, I think that what we consider technologically advanced is kind of like what this is, like what recording is, what computers are. Mm-hmm. But I think there's probably a more primitive form of very, very advanced, like, Technology back in the day like shit that worked kind of like a supercomputer now but was like mm. with what they made like I mean at the very core of it like our cell phones work on vibrating minerals yeah like mm. maybe there was something like that back then and then like they got so techn- technologically advanced that they just fucking like ex- like no
5: it, I think that's a great point They probably all have Some kind of primitive Equivalent But I
1: think it went from Like zero To like a hundred And then they were like eh, We're done And they were like They just like Outed themselves And then like We restarted over Like mm-hmm. with newer Like And we're like At this technology now Yeah So I don't know With billions of years On the planet Like I feel like mm-hmm. There's been multiple cycles Like that I don't know Yeah Even when we were a little bacteria <laughs>
3: <laughs> The first batch first first
1: batch first batch (laughs) (laughs) the
5: OGs Mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy to think about yeah because sometimes I do think and I was thinking about this on the way over here when I was thinking about how I was going to discuss so many (laughs) things about the Van Allen radiation about what I'm not (laughs) qualified to (laughs) actual scientists are screaming right now (laughs) but um, I was thinking like it is so like difficult for me to comprehend so many of these things. I can't even imagine what it must be like to be smart enough to like be the one who discovers that kind of thing yeah. mm-hmm. i um yeah. I went to nerd camp in high school. And, um, is it really called Nerd Camp? It's not. It's called, like, <laughs> oh. the Governor's Academy or something. Mm.
1: The Government Conspiracy <laughs> Academy? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
5: And we went in, uh, to the Green Bank Telescope Campus. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Green Bank Telescope, but it's, like, the the largest, like, fully rotatable radio telescope in the world, and it's oh. in West Virginia.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
5: Which is unfortunate
1: <laughs> Mountain for it. Mama.
5: Yeah. Um, but we like all got to like write a little bout of code for the telescope to to, like try to like find something or Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, look further into something that was already discovered. Like we were looking at like pulsars and like collapsing stars and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing that, like I was looking at stuff that people had already discovered and the kind of process that i had to go through to just like look at something that we already knew was Mm -hmm. there was insane i can't imagine being smart enough to know how vast space is and then be like all right i'm gonna find something that's (laughs) right here right in this one spot you know i
1: I feel like i don't know it has to be like a lonely life because like yeah you're just like i know this is supposed to make sense in my head and then you like finally prove it when everybody's like dude no or something like that. Like I don't know. I cuz I I think about I feel like I know really like smart people like really yeah. really smart mathematicians and like half of them are just like all they want to do it's not like a narcissistic thing but it's like a very like I'm just thinking about this. Like I'm thinking about this equation like how to do it and like they alienate themselves like half the time. Yeah. But like dude, yeah, that's
5: it's insane to think about. I, I can't even imagine a world where I would be smart enough to like discover a star or something like do that. Do you
1: know? People do. Uh, I, don't know the, the hmm. I don't know the facts. I don't know the facts, but I do know. I no. um, forget how many different like galaxies or solar systems are within like a like a certain square footage of like a telescope. Oh, I, yeah, yeah a I, f- I forget. Some, it's so many. Yeah, that's yeah. bananas.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild, and to like do it with something like, like with radio frequencies, like the Green Bank Telescope is like a radio frequency telescope. It's like be able to read, like the output from Mm -hmm. a telescope like that, and to be able to say like, oh, because of like this spike of energy at this point, we know it's like a collapsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, uh, and it goes into like astrophysics, like you throw.
1: (laughs) You throw, like, radiation out there and whatever, like, frequencies come back. Like, you can read a star. I remember, Mm -hmm. like, in astronomy learning about, like, how if you send, like, radiation or light out and it bends at a certain point, that means that there's, like, a star there or something. And then you start calculating, like, the mass of that star. And you're just, like, how? Yeah. How do you know? You're just like, I think if I throw a beam of light out in space, something's going to come (laughs) back. That's what the, that's how they sound in West Virginia. <laughs> it honestly is.
5: <laughs> and to think like it would be so difficult to like work it through with a specific like equation. Like, okay, if a scientist told me this is exactly how you would read this output, mm-hmm. that would still be difficult. But then imagine being the first person to get that kind of reading and having to figure mm-hmm. out what that means being millions and millions of miles away. Yeah. And being the first person to get that kind of reading. I just. Yeah. Aliens. That's all That's all I can say
2: is <laughs> Dude,
1: aliens. Yeah, I wonder if like.
2: Or what if they're just wrong? Yeah, and we all it's just all believe just them. Wrong.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all. It's all just nothing. It's just nothing matters. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Because like, yeah. And then imagine like being the first person to realize that like it's all light and you can see billions of years into the past.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like what that means, something has to like teleport down. the 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 first person to like look at that equation, something teleported yeah. down, and was like, "Womp womp." This means this, womp, womp and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, what? "And he's like,
2: I'm gonna take like, all the credit."
1: And he goes home and like tries to talk to his family, and he's yeah. just like, "He probably got committed to an insane stuff. <laughs> probably. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude.
5: It's so true what you say about like intelligent people being so focused on like one thing though, because it's like, wasn't Einstein, the one who like didn't even graduate elementary school or something like he didn't even finish elementary school. Correct. And he, but like, yeah, they have like a one track mind. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, but I guess like in order to be like a specialist, that's
5: true. You have to put all your brain power into it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and they're not even thinking like, they're not even thinking about. Anything outside of like that little focus tube, dude. Everything just—I don't know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Emotion, emotions don't matter. Science matters. (laughs) People don't matter. Science
5: matters. To think that somebody could put that much of their life work into one thing, I feel very inadequate. It it could also be like,
1: um, like an addiction thing too. Like Mm -hmm. you, you find like the first clue and you're like okay well this makes sense well this makes sense and then that makes this make sense kind of deal so it could be like Mm -hmm. that obsession like
2: yeah it could also be autism yes it could also be autism (laughs) that
1: too that they got from their vaccinations
2: yeah exactly (laughs) not again
1: that's what they say when they get autism not again
2: this is the second time (laughs) we're not bringing it up again it's gonna be a recurring segment we're not talking about her. well bb is getting very antsy she's, she's been her mind very is probably excited. blown dude <laughs> bb's like i know the secrets but i can't speak english yeah. so i can't she's tell like, I've you seen some shit. she's like guys guys
1: she's like Hold two on. licks two licks means that one space mile <laughs> equals uh one light beam that comes from planet x where my people are from let yeah. me tell you dude how appropriate that you're wearing a back to the future <laughs> shirt i just noticed that
5: i thought about it before i came over here i was like what is the most appropriate t-shirt that i can wear that's so perfect and it's unfortunate because my parents bought like these crazy alien sunglasses oh, yeah. that make it look like you've alienized oh, no. and like t-shirts and stuff that i could have worn but i haven't seen them since they've been oh, back yet so
1: wait 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 hold up sorry i want to go way way back okay Okay, they got really close to Area 51. Mm-hmm. Yes. Were there other people there?
5: No. Well, in terms of like tourists, no. They were like the only mm. person. You, I think they said you have to drive like 20 miles down a dirt road with no signs and eventually oh. you get to like this gate and there's like... 10 signs stacked on top of each other and a big camera on that's moving and looking at your car and looking out and looking at your car. And then up on the cliffside, there's, like, 10 trucks with armed men in them. And, like, the signs say, like, no photography, leave immediately. If you cross, you'll be, like, we'll open fire, we'll... You'll go to jail, be charged so many thousand dollars, like it's like 10 signs stacked on top of each other.
1: You would think that if it's not a secret anymore, they would just move. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody well, knows, make it an error fifty-two. They, they do. The government
5: still will not admit that they even own that property. I think that's like a big thing oh. with people is they won't even admit that it's government
1: property. Well, it, might, it might not they might not own it. Like yeah. it might be like a third party contractor or something like that. That is a so they can like, it. yeah, maybe they, Oh, they're, <laughs> they're giving us the secret by telling us. Yeah. They're they actually, they
5: don't own it. Yeah, they're, they're like, giving they us a clue. own it. <laughs> this isn't they just our point to the sky and
1: they're like, they own it. We can't <laughs> do theirs. shit. Dude, that's scary. Do you haven't seen your parents since they've been back? No, not yet. Was I mean, it area 51 t- the last place they stopped?
5: Uh, no, I, they've been in like almost every state pretty much on this road trip. They like Uh. did everything. If
1: I knew that my parents went to area 51, I would be very skeptical of that when they came back. Why? You drive 20 miles down a dirt road. Yeah. You're telling me you're not going to get kidnapped and put in the bottom of area 51 and they're going (sighs) to clone you. You're going to get back in your car and drive with your uploaded memories back to your family.
2: Oh, uh,
5: oh. Yeah, I'll be looking for for some birthmarks, something that can tell me that they're the real
1: ones. Their eyelids aren't <laughs> going to close like this. They're going to like close sideways go- <laughs> like lizard people, dude. They've been replaced.
5: I know next to nothing about the lizard people conspiracy, but I think it is so funny when people think that the royal family are lizards. Oh, dude,
1: have you seen the esoteric agenda? No. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> okay. And you're never going to sleep again.
5: Wait, is this going to convince me that they are lizard people? It
1: just talks about how everything is connected. How like the Bush family and the royal family were connected and like how it's just 9-11 was an inside job. It's just the most comprehensive conspiracy video you've ever seen. Oh,
5: please send me that link. Okay. I'll put it in my Instagram bio so people know what they're getting (laughs) into when they get to know me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the
1: first thing they click on and they're like, yeah. okay, this explains <laughs> it
0: all. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I don't know. I, I love secret societies though. I love like the Illuminati. concept. Yes. I mm-hmm. love the, like, cause I feel like there's things, it's kind of like people deny like the Illuminati and like these big, like global conspiracies, but yeah. then there's shit like the Freemasons and like. I have a friend who has like a tattoo of like the Freemason symbol on his leg. And like, we were just recently in Nashville and this other guy like comes up to him and he's like, Hey man, or I think he, he worded it like, Hey brother, I saw your tattoo. And he like lifts up his arm and he has a Freemason's tattoo. And he's like, mm-hmm. and they just like got to talking about all this shit. And I was like, okay, that's like a lesser secret society that people are allowed to be in. So like, yeah, there has to be some kind of like elevated that, that in um Bohemian Grove, was like a big thing. Um, what is that? Just like a bunch of rich white dudes getting around and like praising some owl god oh. or some shit. Oh, um, that's there was not like, our Senate right now. Dude, <laughs> I bet. I think. I forget who the fuck it was. But like some like high up government officials were like involved in like Bohemian Grove. And it was like. Oh. Uh, I think it was like recorded by some dude that was like in the bushes.
5: Oh, that's oh. crazy. Yeah.
1: I, I've got a lot of links to send you.
5: Yeah, please do. So, like, m- my thing is, I completely agree. There's got to be, like, these higher, like, secret societies. But then what do you think about places like the Denver airport where they claim mm. that, like, underneath it is, like, miles and miles and miles of housing that has mm. been sold to, like, the richest people all over the world for, like, when doomsday comes?
1: I believe it. Because, like, I mean... yeah. I, I think that like I think about that in my head and I'm like miles and miles and miles of housing. Eh, maybe not. But yeah. there's like there are secret bunkers in like mountains in Colorado mm-hmm. that like yeah. people know that are there. And like I wouldn't doubt that like shit like that's connected.
2: Yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean, there's like stashes of no. I mean, they don't disclose where, but there are stashes of like medicine and other supplies to help if there's ever a crisis all over the United States that the government knows about, which they don't disclose to people. But it's possible to make little spaces that people don't see that are hidden in plain sight. I think people
5: think the Denver airport is one because it was, it has like all that weird stuff in it. And then there's that stone outside about who built it. And yeah. it, like, says something about a secret society on it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been to the Denver airport a few times. Um, and it is just, like, really fucking weirdly constructed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, a lot of, like, hoopla for an airport.
5: Did they paint over all of those murals that used to be there? I don't know. There used to be, like, murals of, like, Nazis and stuff. Oh, and, like, God. massacres on the walls of the Denver airport oh, hey. that you can, like, Google. And I I don't know if they've painted over that by now.
1: (laughs) Wait. (laughs) There's Nazi murals?
5: There used to be like Nazis murals and like murals of like massacres Hmm. on the walls of the denver airport you can google it
1: in like memorandum of no like never forget or like a
5: no like it would be like a big like nazi type figure standing at the forefront with like a gas mask and there's like people like dying beside (laughs) him you'll have to google it it sounds crazy when i say it but if you google it you'll find it and i know that they used to be all over the walls at the denver airport
1: Welcome to Denver. Yeah, Again. and
2: and it we're just, just seems weird. Seeing all the weed smoke.
1: Oh yeah, they were like, "Yo, y'all about to get <laughs> gassed out."
2: Honestly,
1: <laughs> so. Weird. Dude, oh man, and maybe weed was legalized there to like chill everybody out. Yeah. That way, that way, if they saw like a giant like military convoy go down the highway, nobody would fucking care. Yeah. They'd just be like, "What is? That? I don't it'd, even see it. It's Be camouflage. like, <laughs> Fucking easy bake Kevin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't
5: know, but damn. Yeah, it's crazy. All the listeners should go Google the murals at the Denver Airport.
1: That was very informative. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I feel like my brain is mush, There's and a I lot feel of like theory. yeah, I just reopened like thirteen-year-old me being obsessed with.
5: <laughs> this is like my family dinner every week. Oh me and my god. mom talking about everything. <laughs>
1: Did y'all hear about the new Bigfoot thing?
5: Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. God. Do y'all want to watch the Kennedy assassination documentary?
1: I love that that would be like a family night for you. Watching the Kennedy Assassination We
5: all waited until we could watch the new Ted Bundy movie together. (laughs) We are obsessed. God. Yeah.
1: The Baumans
5: That's what the Baumans do for fun. We wait and then we watch (laughs) Ted Bundy movies together.
1: That's adorable.
5: Yeah it's great
1: dude well thanks for stopping yeah, by thank you yeah. and helping thanks to blow for our having minds me. Yes. yeah yes all right see ya.
2: bye bye get out
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it we're done we did it number three it's over yeah yes uh shout out to Mhm. hope colorado is great
2: yeah we gonna miss you
1: Emily, for doing her research on Kangaroo Jack.
2: Yep, she is a trooper for watching that whole movie. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) By herself. Glad it wasn't me. (laughs) And shout out to Lara with her cover of Margo and the Nuclear So-and-Sos. And Mm -hmm. Uh, and for uh, blowing her minds with some conspiracies.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: You can check (laughs) us out. (laughs) At thecatchupshow.com mm-hmm. uh, Shoot us an email At thecatchupshowpodcast At gmail.com
2: We don't check it
1: uh, <laughs> Our Instagram
2: Yep, thecatchupshowpodcast
1: Do we have anything on it?
2: Uh, I don't know huh. I think we do actually
1: And if you're already listening to this You know where to find us But we are on Spotify, iTunes And SoundCloud Yes. So tell your friends
2: yeah, yeah, it was a real blast. Until next time. Catch you later. Bye.
0: <laughs>